hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It, a fast-paced Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will roll for it, using the dice to randomly select which monster we face out of our list of 100 options. Even our DM won't know what comes next. Every monster becomes part of a continuous journey that pushes our characters to grow together as they grow stronger. We'll be leveling up every episode, so our characters will get very powerful very fast as we approach the final boss. So whether you're brand new to the game or a true D&D veteran, Thank you for tuning in to Roll For It. We have pushed play. It's on. It is on. Welcome <laughs> to episode, what is this? Episode three. three. Let's Great. go. Fantastic. Hey, do you guys want to introduce yourselves again? I'm Colleen, and I play a turtle named Gram Gram. She is a cleric of the nature goddess Eldaith. Gram Gram has a big shell that is always strapped with packs of craft supplies and gear for her travels. She's a lover, not a fighter, but her trusty frying pan will serve a good whooping if she really needs to give it. What's up, everybody? My name is Andrew, and my character's name is Eric. He's a Githzerai, he's skinny, but he's all muscle, and he always carries a mysterious flask on his belt. For 20 years, Eric trained with shadow monks, but now is his time to return to the city and fight for the good of its people. Hey listeners, I'm Kendall, and my character is a super tough, ambitious, young half-orc named Zula. She's muscular and wields a huge, fancy great axe. Zula was trained for battle first by her mom and her world-famous adventurer stepdad, but she has never had her own time in the spotlight. Okay. I'm Jake, I'm the DM, and I'm playing uh, the rest of them. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Last week, you guys rolled a monster on our list of 100 monsters, and you guys rolled a 46, which uh, I'm not going to tell you what that is, but who wants to do a recap? What happened last time? Well, we just, uh, we had a battle with uh, two dogs, right? Two-headed dogs? Two two two-headed dogs. While they're wearing tutus. Not tutu the skirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, we need to back it up. We got back into town, and they were like, you're under arrest. (laughs) And we're like, no. And then they put us in a cart to take us away. These dogs came, these two two two-headed dogs came. We ended up killing them, but not before they killed the guards driving the cart. And all the townsfolk came and thought we were the ones that massacred Dave and the other guard. We are on the run in the city. I, I believe that's where we left off, right? That's exactly right. All right. And um, Zula has Dave's body on her shoulder. I do. I'm going to take his armor. <laughs> I'm just going to start. We're just going to get into the Let's danger. I'm ready to start. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hold my hand. The three of you are currently running. from a mob of citizens who believe they just witnessed you killing two guards to escape from a jail wagon. You're exhausted, injured from the fighting, and pretty darn lost as pure adrenaline and instinct drives you forward. You head further away from the voices and toward the darkest, quietest place in the city. It feels like hours before you're finally able to catch your breath 
an unfamiliar ghost town. Uh, does anyone know where we are? Can't really see much. I'm new here. The buildings here are destroyed, actually. Oh, okay. They look like they've been untouched for decades, just left in this state of destruction. And it's really only now that it's finally silent, and the three of you realize that you've actually uh, lost your fourth. You don't have your mule, Durbin. <gasps> Has anyone seen the donkey? Durbin, where'd you go? Uh-oh. You do have one extra, I guess. You have the, the dead body on Zula's shoulder still. <laughs> Man, Scott's getting heavy. Dave, how bad does he look? Could I spare the dying on him? Uh, or is he dead, or dead? He dead, dead? This dude's been uh, dead, dead for a little while now. Okay, nope, he's just stinky now. <laughs> the guild's best, whatever. Of course, Nelgork would give me a mule that wouldn't even follow us. This is all Nelgork's fault. When we were younger, you know, I asked for dinner and he gave me a live chicken. I just wish I had been an only child. So as you guys walk through the dark... Eric, you actually realize that this is your street. That one over there, that was my home. Almost no walls remain of this particular building. It's always good to go back home, right? Brings back great memories. Is this where you lost all your baby teeth? (laughs) (laughs) It's where I lost my family. What? They ransacked all the houses. I don't know what happened to my parents. If the monks hadn't found me hiding under the rubble. We are your family now. Your fugitive family. Your gram-gram. Stop. You're going to make me cry. It's okay. We can cry. Come we had here, a very long here. day. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Hey, you know, families aren't that great anyway. You can have Nelgork if you want. So spoiled. I storm off in my frustration. More hugs for you, Zula. <laughs> and Dave. What? Take that guy off your shoulder. (laughs) I'm waiting to get inside a building. He's in all of the group hugs. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to go into like the nearest building that looks more sound than the others. I'm going to put Dave down and just start taking his armor. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to post up outside the house and like get on my belly on my shell, put everything in except like my head is watching out. Like I want to keep watch that way. Okay. So... Graham, Graham, you keep watch for a while, and then... Uh, Fall asleep? No. And then <laughs> She would. She totally would. You guys can't sleep too well, but you do manage to get to sleep, hidden from the street in your abandoned shelter. Uh, you're able to get in a long rest to heal up and regain any expended spell slots, but just barely. At dawn, you wake slowly to a quiet sound. Psst. I'm still sleeping away what 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 is that wait i thought that was you (laughs) so so erak you like stir and you look around uh zula you open your eyes you're still groggy the man who wakes you is a wood elf in a dirty tattered cloak he stands perfectly still but in a readied stance a longbow drawn and pointed at the ground between you he has a nasty scar under his right eye which is a glass eye with a neon blue iris don't get up his bow raises ever so slightly, a clear warning. What do we do, then? What do you want? You're of the Guild of Guardians. Uh, who, who's asking? Me. Oh, well, word travels fast. And what is your name, Sonny? You better move on. Guardians aren't welcome. Would you like some tea? <laughs> 
I've got a blend I think you might like. It's very dark and mysterious. (laughs) He peers his eyes at you a little. He says, you'll find I'm not one to repeat myself. You have 60 seconds to get out. Maybe we should scurry then. Can we see if there's like anyone else or like hear anyone else or like? Sure, make a perception check for me. Who I want to. 15. Okay, so you guys don't see anybody other than this uh, this ranger type dude. But uh, as you give him a closer look, Zula, you see that the man's longbow has a faintly glowing purple gem on either tip of it. You see that beneath his cloak, the shiny hilt of a long sword at his waist. Finally, you notice that his left leg comes to a wooden point instead of a leather boot to match the right. I don't see as much movement as I should be seeing. Well, I'm very old. I'm working on it. I'm an old woman who thought she was doing the right thing. Now (laughs) she's been framed and on the run, and now there's a mean man yelling at her to move, and I'm trying to take it all in. Um, I want to get up and then just be like, hey, yeah, yeah, we're going to leave and then trip him or try to trip him. Okay. <laughs> try and tip him over. Yeah. All right. Uh, Wait, before she does that, could I cast minor illusion? Oh, I like that. And make a sound that's behind him. Like, just go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and so he turns around, gets distracted to where she yeah. could then do that. I'm just going to have you take advantage on that roll, Zula, and make a strength check to knock this guy over. 22. You do tackle into him, and he's going to fall onto his back and continues to, like, somersault back up very nimbly. Fancy. And now he's got the bow just trained right at your uh, head, Zula, just just pointing at you. Fucking guardians. And then he opens his mouth to speak again, but he pauses, raising a hand as he listens. And seconds later, you hear a high-pitched, monstrous shriek that echoes through the streets. The ranger glares at you, and then in one swift motion, he twirls his longbow behind him, kind of like a quarterstaff you would twirl. As he does, a streak of purple light creates this man-sized tear in the air behind him, like a portal. And he steps backwards through the portal without a word, and he disappears through it. And the portal blinks away. Now you all are just standing there, not sure what happened, but you hear another shriek, the same monstrous shriek as before. It sounds like it's only a few blocks over, and whatever the creature is producing it, it's in distress. A lot just happened. Should we go check out what that sound is? I don't know. He he left because of it. I don't know. I think I should help it. I just... It's what I feel like I should do. I think we should probably check it out. Okay. So following the sound, you reach a cul-de-sac in this ruined section of the city. You stop at the corner of a building so not to be noticed by the group of bandits around the corner. A few multi-story ruined buildings overlook ten armed humanoids who gather in the street around a large iron cage. Inside the cage is a hippogriff, an eagle-horse hybrid creature with the horse's body and the wings and head of an eagle. The hippogriff in the cage screams loudly and slams against the cage as the others frantically try to hush it. A tiefling woman with pale purple skin and curved horns wears a decorative robe. She scolds one of the others. Why would you kill them right in front of it? The man, a human wielding two bloody scimitars, responds, getting right in her face. I didn't think bird brain would mind. You see the two men dead on the floor near the cage. A horse-drawn wagon sits nearby for transport. The tiefling speaks again. Get the bodies off the street. You, load up the bird. 
Move, idiots! A bandit approaches the cage with a spear, flipping it to the blunt edge and jabbing the creature hard in the side. Shut up, beast! I'm going to create a distraction as an old woman. Okay, well. I'm gonna say, can you help me? I'm lost. <laughs> Excuse me, I heard some voices and I need some help. Can one of you nice young people help an old lady who's been lost all night? Why don't you make a deception check for us? Three. Three? Yeah. The group of people immediately are like thrown off by you being here. The one in charge here, she, she steps out in front of everybody else, spots you and says, Turn back where you came from. Okay, I, I don't walk. I'm, I'm stopped here, but I was just, I'm just a little hungry and... You have a snack, at least, for my journey home, if I ever find it. I just really uh, want to help me. Six, Sixteen. Sixteen for persuasion, okay. It looks like other people, too, have, like, stopped and, like, oh, sort of are just <laughs> looking at you, and she's like, get to work! <laughs> and meanwhile, there's just this, Rah! like, this shriek continuing to happen once in a while from the hippogriff. She goes into a bag that's on top of the carriage, and she pulls out a couple of pieces of bread. And she walks back over to you. While she goes to get bread, I just kind of sit down and I start pouring tea from my thermos thing. Okay. That I've had this whole time, obviously. Sure. Uh, And I just start making tea and I like invite other people over. Anyone want some? I just, my legs are so tired and I just thought it would go well with the the bread. (laughs) Uh, Again, a couple people like sort of stop and are like, hmm. And she's like, don't look at her. (laughs) And then she walks, she like briskly walks over to like 20 feet from you, holds up the bread in her hand, and then she like tosses both of the pieces of bread, and they like land near your feet and roll over towards you. Very nice of you to come almost close enough to hand it to me, but then throw it on the ground. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, what are you guys trying to do? Uh, I want to like find a way if I can get like behind the group. So there are buildings that you can kind of use for cover. Yeah, okay. Like hop from building to building or something. And I'll let you guys make perception checks as you try to see like what would be the best path to take there. Okay. Nineteen. Sixteen. If you go around the left of this cul-de-sac and like stick between the buildings and go through the alleys, you should be able to come out near where the cage is. But there's still a bunch of people next to it. You also spot the large guard she was screaming at in the first place. Mm-hmm. Seems to have the key around his belt. Iraq, you see that up in the buildings, there are actually archers. They're dressed the same way as these bandits in the center of the street. And you see that there are like four archers scattered around and just watching over everything. They haven't spotted you or Zula yet, but... Are they on like every single building or like just on concentrating no, on one building? No, there's like two on a building that's across on the opposite side of this path and two on a building just a couple buildings down from you guys' right. I noticed that there is like a, some shrubbery or like tall trees near one of these buildings. I want to try to get this key from the cage. I feel like we're going to fight them. (laughs) I want to go towards the archers just because I don't have long range. Okay. So like, (laughs) let's go. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. Both of you will make stealth checks if you're ready to do that. But Zula, did you put this chainmail armor on? Yeah. That would put your armor class at 16. (laughs) But it would also give you disadvantage on stealth checks. Yes, it would. Because you jingle. (laughs) 10. What do you got? A one. <laughs> a natural one. Okay. So you guys step around to the sides as Graham Graham causes this scene in the center of the cul-de-sac. 
Arak, you get over like towards where the wagon is, and uh, you sort of bash your foot into one of the barrels just a little, and like two guards look your direction down the alley, and then you hear just this loud crashing sound <laughs> from across the street, basically. As Zula, you climb up this uh, jagged stone wall of this ruined building, and you like get to the top in a perfect advantageous position. And you like pull out your great axe <laughs> and it just, the ground just crumbles beneath you and you slide forward and just break this, this wall and uh, land like 20 feet from them and they turn towards you. Adventurers! Graham Graham, the tiefling woman, turns back to you like, no, you Help couldn't Help me from be. these people! <laughs> <laughs> Can I have everybody roll initiative? Not 20, but I have a negative one initiative, <laughs> so nice. good. All right, so first up is actually none of you guys. No. As you're looking over this group of bandits, you see an arrow come from out of nowhere through the back of the guard who's just about to jab the hippogriff again. The arrow just pops out of his chest, and he's like, ah, screams in pain, and then another one hits him right in the heart, and he falls over forward dead. It's your boy. And you guys look over and you see your boy. <laughs> the ranger from before is up kind of above where you are, Iraq. He's up there with his bow, and you only catch him for a second, and like you don't see him behind the wall anymore. I'm going to command that tiefling for okay. this round. I'm just going to say, sit. <laughs> okay, command her to sit. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 19. Ooh. And she's yep. like, no. She's like, no. <laughs> Okay, but now I'm going to use a bonus action. I'm going to cast a second level spell slot spiritual weapon. Damn. Okay. You see a giant frying pan. (laughs) Time to get cooking. Damn. And so you're going to attack this uh, tiefling? Yes. All right. So the frying pan appears just a few feet from her and then swings and hits her. And I can keep using it as a bonus action, too. Yeah, I know. Spiritual weapon dominates. Bing, bang, bong. (laughs) As they say. All right. Uh, Eric, you are up. Um, I'm on the left side, so I'm like right by these other people. You're pretty close, but you're at like the end of the alley, 20 feet from where the street is. So uh, there's like two guys just at the other end of the alley blocking you from reaching the cage, basically. I'd like to run up and use flurry of blows. 19 and 15, so both commas are going to hit. Yes! I could create like a nice X right on his chest, you know. And then it's still your turn if you're trying to use those flurry of blurs. Flurry of blurs. Flurry of blurs. Flurry of blurs. I skid through his legs, come back around, and try to just get him with an elbow right there in that. Mm. Uh, 17. So you stab this guy a couple times, you slide underneath him, and you land a finishing elbow onto the like back of his neck there. Ugh. And the guy just falls, just crumbles to the floor dead. That's and there's one still right next to you. But uh, that would be your turn. So I'm like in level with the archers? Yeah, you are on the same floor as two of them here. Okay. I'm just going to take out my great axe and just charge for that first archer. Okay, so you hop up to your feet and you run up and go ahead and swing. Twelve! Uh, Twelve's enough. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Nice. He's just wearing leather armor, so you, you carve through it. Go ahead and roll damage. Ten. 
10. Yeah. Dang. Okay, so you slash right across uh, uh, his his archery arm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Leah slash some meat off of his archery arm there. He's still barely breathing. And that's your turn, so that puts it at the baddies' turns. So there are nine baddies remaining on total. <laughs> and the one of them that's right next to Arak, who had the crossbow ready, is going to try and fire it point blank right at you. Uh, so you're just ready, so you just kind of lift your commas up, and the, the bow just shoots up into the air, deflects off the alleyway Nice walls. try. One more of the bandits is going to run up and take the one that you just killed's place and try to leap and stab at you with a rapier that he has. Five piercing damage right through your shoulder. Ah! The archers on the opposite side are going to both try and shoot for Zula, who's now like in the window right where one of their teammates was at. I got an 18 and a 19. So you take nine damage and you get two crossbow bolts, one to your shoulder and one kind of towards your gut. Oh, God. The one that you haven't hit yet, she like runs and uh, leaps through a window and clumsily falls under the roof of the other building just to distance herself a little bit from you. But the one right next to you is going to pull out a dagger and try and stab you. Okay. And critically hit you. Oh my god. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That's nine piercing damage from a dagger. You're like distracted. You've got two crossbow bolts in your shoulders, and uh, you get one dagger just stabbed right into your chest. Chainmail armor. You're going to have to upgrade armor again next week. <laughs> oh, Deal a different body this time. Okay. <laughs> next uh, episode on Body Snatchers. Okay. All right. So the bigger bandit guy, he's going to run up towards the cage. He's going to climb up on top of the cage, and he's going to throw two throwing knives. He's going to try and hit Arak with them. He's going to miss. He's going to miss. He misses one, and he crits with the second. No. The throwing knife lodges itself right into your peck. <laughs> Bad guy still. Tiefling. Tiefling's up. Gram Gram, you cast a spell on her. You hit her with a frying pan. She's going to cast a spell on you. She's going to try to cast suggestion on you. So I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw or carry out her order. Nine. You almost got it. All right. <laughs> her eyes... They go completely black, and you feel them connect with your mind, and you hear her say, and it sounds super reasonable when she says it, but she says, go and attack the half-orc. And I do, right? I can't. You're going to have to try for a while, yeah. And then she turns away from you and runs off back into the battle. A couple of the guards have just sort of taken up posts around the cage, like trying to figure out what they're going to defend. The ranger guy... He actually appears right in the center next to the cage through his like little purple portal thing and steps out, draws out this long sword, and he slashes basically an entire arm and a little chunk of extra off of one of the guys and turns around very swiftly and switches over to his longbow and fires at the one right next to him with that. And now he's just like defending himself. Gram Gram's turn. Okay, so the suggestion. Go and attack the half-orc. How long does it last? So the suggestion lasts up to eight hours. (gasps) Can I roll anything to try and shake it off? Uh, Only if you are damaged. So for now, you're a bad guy. Oh, man. So I'm going to move 30 feet. Uh, That's as far as I can go, and my frying pan's going to start floating towards her 20 feet. Zula, (laughs) you, you look around at all these enemies nearby, and you see this purple flying pan flying yeah. towards you. Time to get your whoopins. <laughs> I, th- I think I got these archers. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to go for uh, the commas again and using another key point for a flurry of blows. Oh. 15 
and 16. Two hits. That's what you get. You've just punched and elbowed this guy, and his face is just bloodied. And, uh, I love that response. For the greater good. Zula, you're up. I'm just going to finish off this one that did stab me. Stabbed you hard. Okay, yeah, go for I'm it. Take my great axe and just try to go down on that person's head. I got a 19, which is technically a crit for me. Oh, big damage. 23. Whoa. Okay, so it's like 20 extra damage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. She turned him into sliced bread. How do you want to do this? I'm just going to take my great axe and just go down on this person's head. Just, and then. Yep, <laughs> that's the yeah. sound it makes. <laughs> I just fart on their face. <laughs> and it cuts it in half. And then what? I only was thinking of doing my second wind. <laughs> Your well, second wind. Yeah. Hey. 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 Perfect. Okay, I'm going to go over and run over okay. to the guy who stumbled on the roof. Chase after him? Yeah. Can All I right. like try to jump out the window? 15. You're a little bigger for the window, so you like take out two sides of the window and just, just like... <laughs> And you just dive out and you land right on top of this uh, bandit and just pin her to the ground. Nice. Unless you want to use a second wind, otherwise. I would like to. Sure. All right. Um, I get to heal 1d10 plus level hit points. I get to heal for eight. Yeah! <laughs> you heal for eight, and then it is uh, my turn. A bunch of the guys are going to run after this ranger who just appeared in their midst. Uh, you guys are just catching him out of the corner of your eye, dodging and zipping around, but he is hit hard by one of the guys who's got an axe, a hand axe. Okay, and then the big guy on top is going to leap down as well, and he's going to pull out his two scimitars, and he's going to attack the ranger with both of them. He's about to hit with both, actually, but as he does so, the ranger waves his bow in front of him, and you see this kind of portal opens up and he summons his water from some other plane. This guy swings his scimitars and they like hit the wall of water and slow down and he takes resistance from each of these attacks. The two guys next to Arak are going to swing at him. So the guy with the crossbow, he's just like blindly swinging through his like bloody nose and bloody face and he deals you three damage as he like bashes you in the gut with the, the blunt end of his crossbow. Uh, the one that's beneath you, Zula, is going to try and shove you off of her, mm -hmm. uh, but fail to do so. She just draws out a dagger and is, like, ready to defend herself. So the tiefling is going to run up and fire a eldritch blast at Arak. Could I use deflect missiles? Ooh, ah, not on this, because this, this is a spell. Oh. Anything that's, like, thrown or shot at you, yes, but this is, like... She's throwing a spell at me, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that many people can catch Eldritch Blast. I don't, you know. On the bright side, uh, she rolled a one. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Thank God. This black magic stream comes from her outstretched palm and right towards you, and you just, like, this dude just hit you with his crossbow. You tug on his arm, and it just hits him in the head. Oh. And the guy just... <laughs> His head just explodes away from yours, and he falls over awesome. dead. Totally awesome. <laughs> and then it is Gram Gram's turn. Go and attack the half-orc. How far away is Zula? Uh, Zula ran another, like, 30 feet from you. You come back here! <laughs> and my pan keeps going another 20 feet, but it's still, she's too far away, right? So you're, like, on the ground 40 feet behind her. 
<laughs> Hurry up, little fan. Edges chasing. Do I see Eric? Because I still can see Yeah, him yeah. Like so he's cool probably guy. about 40 feet on the other side now of where you're at, like across the street, um, like 30 feet away. So I'm going to cast Healing Word on Eric. So we know who oh. your favorite is. Well, right now, for sure. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, so you get seven HP. Nice. I'm at 17. Very proud of you. <laughs> Eric, you're up. Basically, the the bulk of the fighting is out of the alleyway and towards the center. But I still have one guy like right next to me, right? Yep, one guy right next to you about to go down. He's about to go down? Mm-hmm. I want to take uh, one of my commas and just, just just get him down. All right, we'll roll for it. 23. Boom. Uh, maybe. So? No. <laughs> you think so? All right, roll your damage for that. Barely. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you've still got movement and one more attack with the comma. I want to head towards the the thing uh, that was firing at me before. The tiefling woman? Yeah. As you approach, she like draws out a dagger and prepares for you. And then... I want to leap up in the air. Come down with that right hand with the comma. Oh. Natural one. All right. So your critical fail, she uses the hilt of her dagger to just like bash at your hand. Ah. And in doing so, you drop the comma that was in that hand. Uh, and then it is Zula's turn. With still my great axe, I'm going to just try to kill this person this basically. archer right in front of you yeah go for it 16 um she's still up but she is bloodied and you could move if you want no i'm gonna take this person one-on-one i'll give graham graham a chance to catch up okay yep. <laughs> the tiefling is going to engage with Arak in combat after she like bashes your hand out of the way she's going to try and grab around your throat with her two hands and cast inflict wounds on you she <laughs> And she crits. You're going to get some wounds on you. Okay. Why? Why? All right. She's got her hands around your throat, and they just start to leave these hand-shaped slashes on either side of your neck there, like cutting in. Just by your facial expression, I'm fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're going to take 25... Necrotic damage. Oh my god. 25 what? Necrotic. Ne- necrotic damage. Necrotic. Get it? Because like your neck. <laughs> ne- necrot- <laughs> ne- necrotic. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. No. <laughs> All right. So Eric's neck just starts bleeding and oh he god. falls to the ground like a lump. Uh, he is dying. Uh, the bandits are going to fight this ranger guy. They're missing him. They're missing him. Then the big guy with his two scimitars is going to approach. Those two scimitars come down, but the ranger catches both with his bow and shoves the guy backwards. And on his turn, he's going to switch over to his longsword, swing once at the guy right in front of him, the big bandit captain guy, and hit him. He turns around and vanishes into thin air, but he pops up behind one of the other guards and just chops that guy's head completely off. Nice. Everyone bites the dust. Okay. As I'm bloodied on the floor. Um, do I see what happens to Eric? Uh, yes. Oh my. <laughs> Got a little bit in over our heads, haven't we now? And I cast a healing word second level on him. You get seven. Your eyes shoot open and you like... <gasps> Graham Graham continues to yeah, do I, a very bad job of being destructive. Do I get close to Zula this time? You're now just right below her. She's about like 20 feet up. Next time. <laughs> so you glance over and you see Graham Graham shouting up at you, and this pan just like yeah. very slowly 
approaching. <laughs> I'm like, like I, I got this. I don't need your help. It's just one person. Eric, you're up. You're on the ground. So I'm healed at seven? Up to seven. Seven, seven yeah. HP? Okay. I have what? One of my uh, commas in you my hand? You have one comma? I have one, one of like, them, like five, five feet, feet away. away? Yep. Jinx. <laughs> yeah. I guess I can't, can't talk that. anymore, <laughs> bitch. That's my turn. I'm sorry. Damn. I got jinxed out of this turn. I crawl to, to my other comma, but like quick, very quickly. Like enough okay. to just... Try and be sneaky with it? Yeah, sneaky Make with a stealth it. check for me. One of the guards spots you. How close is he? Uh, still about like 15 feet away. I'm going to spring up and just go at him with two commas. Just come underneath this. Okay, so he's bloodied, but he's still up. So Not enough. This one's got a spear, and he bats your arms away, and he prepares himself to retaliate. Bitch. All right, Zula, you're up. Keep trying to swing at this person. <laughs> All right, swing. So you slice this one up as well. Archer's down. And then can I... How, how tall is this roof? Can I jump off it? You kind of parkour your way down, breaking through some of it, and just pop up on the other side, and you're like right next to Gram Gram down here. Sweet. <laughs> Let's go, Graham Graham. <laughs> okay, the tiefling sees you approach Zula and fires an Eldritch Blast your way. You dodge out of the way and the Eldritch Blast just moves past you. Nice. That puts it back at Graham Graham's turn. Time for the bing and the boom. <laughs> and I smack her in the head with my regular frying pan. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck, uh, Graham Graham? 21, is that it? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Uh, I think so. Ooh, well, <laughs> I only rolled a one, so you get three damage from that. Gram, gram! Uh, here comes the boom! <laughs> and, uh, my spiritual weapon is going to come now and hit you, the other frying pan. <laughs> Six more damage. I'm glad I healed. I've been bad! We're on the same side, Gram, gram! Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Graham, Graham, I'm going to have you make a, uh, a sa- another saving throw here as you just like, okay. this starts going against what, yeah. what you know in life. So go ahead and make a wisdom save. You break through the curse and you oh, see that no. Zula's in front of you just hit her pretty good on the noggin there. Well, the, the nice lady with the horn said it would be a good idea and I thought, <laughs> it's okay, Graham, Graham, oh. it's okay. <laughs> she comforts me after I just smack the <laughs> shit out of her. Iraq, you're up. The, the guy the next to me, I'm gonna go for his solar plexus with my fist. <laughs> okay. His entire life is knocked out instead of just the wind. Six. Oh. Uh, you go with your fist and he raises up his spear and you just punch right into the spear. Uh, Let me use step of the wind. Okay. 
backflip out of there. Like, I'm right, always backflipping so out of everything. I'm gonna go towards that action over there. So you run up and you're right next to him, and then it's Azula's turn. Graham, Graham, it's okay. I understand it wasn't you. And I'm just gonna run towards the tiefling and be like, how dare you? <laughs> All right, go ahead and swing. 18 plus 5, 23 total. Woo! Um, I'm gonna take her horns away. <laughs> Damn. All right. So you actually, uh, you're going right for her face, and she just evades out of the way, and one of those horns actually gets sliced all the way through and falls on the ground. Awesome. She cries out in pain and like drops to one knee, and then as a reaction to that, mm -hmm. her eyes light up with these flames, and she's gonna cast hellish rebuke on you. Whoa. Oh my god. Dexterity saving throw. Dex, okay. 21. What? Hey. Uh, she points her fingers at you and flames appear around you. That was technically on your turn. So on her turn, she's just going to try and slice at your neck with this little dagger that she's got. Bring it on. But it's not enough. So, so you just bash at her incoming arm with your great axe at the ready and prepare yourself for what's next. The bandit captain is going to glance around now. He's surrounded by four adventuring types. He's going to start to back away and uh, start to run. Do we get an attack of opportunity? Well, I guess since he's within range of the ranger. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ranger range. Wait, isn't he within my range too? Oh yeah, you were right there, that's right. Mayo. So I will let you either try and swipe that key off of him or try and stab him. Ooh. We swipe that key off of him. Okay. I want that key. Go ahead and just make like a regular attack roll. Eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So bad right now. You just pretty much died, you know? Yeah, you're, exactly. You're shaky. Yeah. Well, I didn't, though. I'm still here. But the ranger's going to swing a sword at him. Oh. At me? No. No. <laughs> oh. uh, but the ranger misses <laughs> like, him as well, and he just starts to bolt. Uh, he gets, like, 60 feet away, and then it is the ranger's turn. Put a portal up. Put a portal yeah. up. And then put him right in front of us. <laughs> Do you say that? Yeah. That's a good... And he... <laughs> puts this portal up and he kicks you through it and you <laughs> yes <laughs> and you pop out the other side right in front of this guy and prepare to fight then it'll be gram gram's turn eldaith may your will be done and i put my hands together and i do guiding bolts who you're aiming at uh the tiefling She's actually preparing to stab at Zula again, but she's hit with this bolt of radiant light, and it strikes like through her chest and into the ground, and it like burns a piece of the gravel, and she just stumbles over and falls over to the ground, dead. Eldaith has spoken. <laughs> uh, Eric, it's your turn, and this guy's just right in front of you. Ah, you thought you'd get away. Take both of my uh, my commas and come, coming right at him. All right, just go ahead with your attack rolls there. Natural twenty, which is like twenty-four. Basically, you're gonna finish this guy off. So, what do you want? How do you want to do it? A kick in the nuts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> might, might as well. Do you want that not to kill him then? Do you want him just to? No, be... I want it to be a killing. Okay, a killing, a kick, killing in kick in the nuts. Yeah. That's a hard kick. A, a lethal. He's just like, oh my god, I'd rather be dead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, you stab... you are. so you stab the comet into uh, his upper neck, uh, basically landing the finishing blow, and then you kick him in the nuts, <laughs> yes. uh, and he just immediately his eyes roll back in his head, and he sinks to the ground. 
and the hippogriff is still sort of crying and, and shrieking. And the ranger approaches, holds out his hands for you to throw. Yeah, and he says, grab the, the key. key. Here. He shoves it into the lock and he opens the gate and the hippogriff just flies and it lands like on a nearby building and calms down and is just watching over the, the group of you. How does it look? It really doesn't look harmed. No? Like, uh, it's okay. not missing hit points, really. Got it. So the ranger, he approaches the three of you. He's still looking at you with some reserved, like, distrust. You fought well. My name is Declan. Mm. What brings you three to this side of town? The Guardians never get missions out here. We were run out. We're the only Guardians left. They're all gone. And they think we've done it. We have no idea where they are. He looks at all of you for a second, and, and then he sort of like... <laughs> oh, what a world. This isn't the first time the Guardians disappeared. Why? Why are you mean? <laughs> this is our first day on the job. Second day, Graham Graham. 20 years ago, everybody vanished on the way to their missions. Everybody but me. Why? Who are you? My name is Declan. Let the man talk. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was very excited. It is very exciting. I used to be one of the guardians. All of my friends, all of my fellow adventurers disappeared too. And they never came back? The members of today's guild ignore the adventurers who went missing 20 years ago. They stopped looking for them, stopped talking about them, and look where it landed them. Look where it landed you. When I was the only one left, I was arrested by the city guard. The captain herself, Lyra Melbeth. Lyra's the one that tried to arrest us. I was found guilty, sentenced to death. But I escaped, instead choosing exile. I've been trying to help from the shadows ever since. Well, we joined the Guardians to help people. The Guardians are all bad. Does that make us bad? He looks at you, but he doesn't actually answer you. Not all Guardians are bad. I mean, my brother's in it. He's not, he's a douche, but he's a good Guardian. Um, what, what's a douche? (laughs) He's a jerk. He's not a good person. He's a good Guardian. He's just... A overconfident he's a douche thank you that tiefling was quite a douche <laughs> yes that tiefling was a douche you always start with noble intentions then politics and fame and gold wrap around you like a blindfold suddenly adventurers who only wanted to save the helpless can no longer see the corruption they need saving from i was once a guardian who was more concerned with being called the best than doing what's best and now i live in hiding Even the Guardians are a lie. The monks tell me my mission is to do good, spread good. But all I've ever seen is destruction. I'm not sure good even exists. What do we do? I mean, the adventurers may have lost focus, but they're not bad people. We just, we can't let them go missing forever. That's not good, right? How do we correct our ways? We have to find out who's behind it. Do you know where we can start? far as finding them well if all the other guardians are gone i think we might have a chance you have to break in to the guild of guardians oh Mm. and so the hippogriff actually like flies down and lands near you guys the ranger declan puts his weapons down he slowly approaches it with his arms out 
and uh, goes up and pets the hippogriff on the side of the head and says, and that's that's all. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Says, so he doesn't say anything. He just yeah. he just pets it. <laughs> yeah, episode three, y'all. A lot of guys to kill. Okay. That was uh, crazy. That was so many, honestly. How's everybody feeling? How's, uh, how are your characters feeling? Oh, it beat the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> Graham, Graham took zero damage. <laughs> she, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't take damage. I'm at four HP, man. Graham Graham didn't want to kill anyone. I just want to throw that in there, but she lets <laughs> Eldaith do what she does. Yeah. Graham Graham almost kill. killed me. I know. How's Arak? Confused. Thinking that people... Don't have any of that good within them. People suck. All we've been doing is just pure fighting. Zula feels good. She okay. feels like she's actually like being a guardian. She's worried about her brother because it is her brother, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Family. Very hard. Ooh, can you guys roll a D hundred for me real quick for episode four? She I has did it last it. time. Who else? Oh, you it's it your again. turn then. You want me to do it? Do it. Do it. Thirty one. All right, thirty one. We'll catch you guys next time on Roll For It. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Let's, uh, let's see what happens next. Yay! Bye! Ciao. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.